With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi guys, well from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah It's Thank God I'm Atheist The podcast I'm Frank Feldman And I'm Dan Beecher And coming up today, it's the eclipse, people Oh, By the time you hear this, it may have already happened I, I've got the fever Damn. It's eclipse fever time I really do I watched the ABC News coverage <laughs> from the 1979 total, total eclipse uh, it was fascinating. Yeah, got me, got me charged and ready. It was brilliant, even in low resolution 1979 television. <laughs> it, it's Eclipse Watch with, with some with some color shifting and whatnot that's happened. Yeah, uh, no, the people are green, gorgeous, and the sun was blue, but it yeah. was, but it was eclipsed. And the 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 the, the anchor who I, I do think that the guy anchoring it did think that he was Walter Cronkite. Hosting the moon landing. It was a little sad. But nothing like this has ever happened before on the face of the earth. Well, recently. As as it's ending, right? Mm. He announces when the next eclipse is coming, right? Uh-huh. He says August 21st, 2017. Wow. Right? And That's he says, time. And he says, and may the moon's shadow be cast on a world at peace. <laughs> Oh, if only he could see us now. I mean, maybe he can. Uh, he could still be alive. He might still be alive. Uh, but y- yeah, that's not the world. It's not a world at peace. That the world is shadowing the sun no. from. No. All right. Well, let's uh, let's tell some stories before we get into that. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> I've got. I've got a bathroom bill, Dan. Uh oh. And that's not the you know being charged for the services. <laughs> Um, How much is your bathroom bill? I had to pay seventy five dollars this month just to just to, yeah anyway cop uh, squat. Well, All right, down in Texas, yes, <sighs> the Lone Star State. Yes, their legislature is uh, it's it's up there with ours as far as its ability to just hand ring over things that just don't matter. Uh huh. Right. Sure. Well, they uh, they were pushing this bill. That would define who gets to go into which bathroom. Right. Legally. Yeah. For the state. Yeah. State mandated. You've got this bit. You can't go there. Right. Right. So how do you craft such a bill? That's a tricky bill. Because uh, surgeries happen and whatnot. No, you just fucking write the damn thing. Right. <laughs> you don't let you don't let such technicalities get in the way. This is Texas. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I, the article actually doesn't really get into those particulars. Okay. Uh, except for the fact that the bill is dead. Oh no! That's the point of the bill. Oh, oh what happened? Did they real? The did did logic and reason come into it? 
No. Oh, good. Thank no, God. No, no, no. Fear of 51 Fortune 500 companies <laughs> are housed in Texas that came out uh, very loudly and vehemently against this. Oh, good. Uh, in addition, of course, to uh, the, the companies, there was a lot of uh, – there was uh, state and national uh, educator groups, law enforcement groups from Whoa. the largest – uh, Texas cities. Yeah, because um, they don't want a fucking police who goes into what bathroom. It's pointless. It's pointless. Yeah, I wouldn't it, want that either. Yeah, it's it's truly. What are they going to do? Start positioning people, at, you know, an, an officer at every door? Yeah. Um, so the bathroom bill did have unanimous Republican support in the Senate. Shocking. Uh, but it was in the Texas House that the bill died. Oh. They let it die. They they neglected yeah. that bill. Yeah. They didn't feed or water it. Yeah, because they knew that uh, it would eat them <laughs> if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, so that it, it, it just died quietly. Okay. Well, reason wins when there's money, when there's dollars at stake. <laughs> well, yeah. You are uh, like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, hey, can you? If I described now, you and I were talking about the eclipse, sun and the moon, a little con- convergence of those two things. There's a flag that has a sun and a moon on it. <gasps> Looks kind of like the United States, but flag. But it's got instead of fifty stars, it's got a star and a crescent moon. Do you know what that is? Star, star and a crescent moon. With is that turkey with red and white stripes. Red and white stripes. It's Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Malaysia is uh, in the news this week uh, because they uh, there was a there was a, a a a rogue band that that officials are are hunting down a rogue band a rogue band like a music of musician? atheists. <gasps> no. Uh, here's here's what happened. Uh, and uh, so there's a group called uh atheist republic uh you may have heard of them they've got chapters all over the place Atheist republic i want to move there <laughs> right right well they're based in canada so is it like I, banana republic do they <laughs> do they sell just sort of very fashionable conservative but nice clothing yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah. no atheist republic uh <laughs> it's it's an organization that does have uh chapters in a chapter in malaysia which shocks me because, again, they're based in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, the president of or, or the founder of that group uh, is the guy who, who turned me on to the story. Um, he said, uh, so basically what's happening is this group in Malaysia took, they had a meetup, took a picture of them all smiling, posted it to social media, yeah. and all fucking hell broke loose. Oh. Because a whole bunch of people in Malaysia were like, some of those might be ex-Muslims, and oh, apostasy Jesus. is not okay. Yeah, okay. Now, it's not against f- the federal law in Malaysia, but every state in Malaysia has some sort of law, apparently, that basically makes uh, apostasy not okay, and can lead to, uh, it can lead to incarceration, or it can just lead to, uh, like, classes, re-education. Um, oh, Basically, uh, so a, a man by the name of, oh, I have to say this name, don't I? Shahidan Shahidan Kasim, 
who's, uh, who serves in the prime minister's inner circle, basically uh, called on the federal government to track them all down. Oh, good. Uh, he, he said, quote, the federal constitution does not mention atheists. It goes against the constitution and human rights, he says. Oh, dear God. I suggest that we hunt them down vehemently and we ask for help to identify these groups. So they're basically, yeah, they're being treated like the neo-Nazis of Charlottesville. Yeah. Uh, they, Mr. Wow. Kasim calls, uh, call, says, uh, calls on everybody to, uh, to uh, re-educate them mm. and, uh, and, and, and return them to the faith. Mm. So that sucks. Uh, that yeah. they're that they're in that bind. That's that's some shitty stuff right there. Yeah, they took a picture, uh, and that was and you know Jesus there are Christ. now there are uh, groups calling for a moderate approach to this situation, oh. including an Islamic think tank that goes by the name of uh, Islamic Renaissance Front. Ah. Which uh, which is basically saying uh, they basically said you know uh, if they're not hurting nobody, uh, and this is theoretically a uh, a free society, yeah, let's leave them the fuck alone. How about that? Good on them. So uh, the inspector general of the police, uh, ah. Khalid Abu Bakar, made oh. comments uh, basically that we're advising them to to. Uh, he said, quote, I advise this atheist group not to cause uneasiness, particularly among Muslims who might reject atheism. So basically, the way that they're causing uneasiness is by existing. Wow. So this group said, you know what, uh, you, you need to explain what creating uneasiness means. Yeah. Uh, if the atheists are just enjoy are in, if the atheists are enjoying their freedom to be free of religion without imp impinging on the rights of others to practice their religions. There shouldn't be a problem. You know, some things annoy me just by existing. Yeah. You know. Sure. So I get that. <laughs> it, makes you, it makes me uneasy. Yeah, there are people who their existence make me uneasy. Yeah. That's, I tend but, to think that's my problem, not theirs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Nazis, I guess I would like them to not exist. But, <laughs> Yeah. Anywho, just, we are not Nazis. Sorry. Atheists are not Nazis. Right, I think exactly. that 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 that's a great point, Dan. That's a that's a point I uh, that I think is too often missed in this world. <laughs> atheists are not Nazis. Although unfortunately a lot of the alt-right movement right now is secular. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. Um what about that alt-left? <laughs> is that who we are? No, we're just the regular left. <laughs> I don't know where the alt left I, is. I, I like. I was. I was shocked to know that there or hear that there was an alt left. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to find I those guys. Think, I don't think it exists. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not a real thing. Yeah, don't I, use that term. I was totally, totally offended. Oh, our president boy. offended me. Oh. I don't know how that happened. Really weird. It's such a this president, <laughs> the current one. I'm sure he didn't coin it. It was one some stupid news, quote unquote, news source that he goes to. No, no, no. He coined he, it. he coined it, but by accident. He thought since there's an alt right, that the opposite of that is just the alt left. He's the first person to say alt left. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody knows. I'm saying he's just dumb enough to have accidentally coined that phrase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Anyway, All right, Dan. what's next? Yeah. 
there's going to be a, a, a benefit concert here in uh, Utah. Oh, coming up soon. Down this in, this down our the, our fair the, state down in the Orem area. Oh, that's it's, next uh, to Provo. That's Utah County. That's Scary Town, Mormonville. Might surprise you oh. that the concert is uh, meant to benefit at-risk LGBTQ youth. Oh, good. Yeah. That's um, that's a very would, good thing. You wouldn't necessarily expect that to happen in Orem. Uh, no. However, uh, Imagine Dragons. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah, the yeah. They have U- Utah and have, Mormon U- yeah, roots. Have, exactly. Um, so their their lead, I guess, Dan Reynolds. Um, he's throwing this whole thing together. He's also getting what's that other group from down in that area? The Killers. No, I don't oh. think they're. But anyway, he got a little bit of a surprise. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's getting uh, support from a group that kind of caught everybody off guard. The Mormon Church <laughs> got in touch with him and asked him basically, "What do you need?" Wow! And uh, which, of course, he was like, "I I don't even." They offered his their support, and he accepted. And they were like, well, why don't we uh, endorse your event? Holy shit. And so uh, here's part of their endorsement. Okay. We applaud the Love Loud Festival. That's the name of the event. Uh-huh. Uh, for LGBTQ youth's aim to bring people together to address teen safety and to expect... Express respect and love for all of God's children. We join our voice with all who come together to foster a community of inclusion in which no one is mistreated because of who they are or what they believe. Wow. What the fuck? The church added in its statement that it shares, quote, common beliefs among them, the pricelessness of our youth and the value of families. We earnestly hope this festival and other related efforts can build respectful communication, better understanding, and civility as we all learn from each other. Holy shit. What? That is, uh... <laughs> that's... That's craze balls. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure what's happening right now. Yeah, I, I'm like, huh. I feel like another shoe's gonna drop at some point. Yeah. I feel, what I, well, what I feel like is happening is that there's a rogue element in the uh in the upper <laughs> echelon who's like making some unilateral decisions and then taking the heat behind closed doors yeah, i don't know this who knows was, this was really public I, I so i saw the story on the salt lake tribune and i rushed quickly to the desert news to see how they were handling the story right the salt lake and, Tri- uh, tribune is the is the liberal non-church owned uh newspaper, newspaper daily newspaper uh-huh. although it is owned by mormons Zzz. But not owned by the Mormons, right? And, but but it's it's a it's the more liberal rag, right? Whereas uh, the Deseret News is the is owned by the LDS Church, right? But the Huntsmans who own the the, the Tribune have have pledged to keep uh, uh, to to not screw with its right its its leanings. And so far, so good. Yeah, so far it's been been pretty good. Although they they uh, the Tribune is always very quick to uh, report on anything the huntsmen's care about and right of i course. have noticed that shift okay 
there, there, I think there's almost like the huntsman beat uh-huh. at this point. Yeah. Um, well, you got to do that. But nonetheless. But wait, so what did the Desnews have their own? They they took they had a different angle for the story. It was much more. Um, this one was sort of the almost the surprise and shock that the LDS Church did it. <laughs> the news didn't take that specific angle. It was right. more like there's this event and there's. You know, blah blah blah. This and is the other church is supporting it. Blah 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 blah. That's so funny. So a very different angle from their well, respective uh, religion writers. Considering that these that this church is the church that is creating this problem in the state. Yeah. Nice to see them doing anything. Yeah. To combat it. Yeah. Well, and good on them for coming around. Mm-hmm. To to yeah. Because, ho- and let's hope that it continues. Here's the deal. This is, they haven't budged on the critical stuff, right. the really big stuff, right. you know, like allowing gay people to just be members of their church and right. be married to other gay people. And But I think we can all agree that teens being homeless and committing suicide, that's a big deal. That's and something that nobody, like, it doesn't matter if they say that if they're gay, it doesn't matter any of that stuff. Right. We shouldn't be losing teens. Right. But to specifically support something that is LGBTQ affirming, right, is bold. It's, it's for them. It's big for them. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm going to give them props for that. Yeah. Uh, also, props to the country of Lebanon. Oh, uh, which uh, repealed a law uh, recently that uh, so and and the, I think you'll agree. This is a good law to repeal. This is a po- this step is a positive step because oh. this is the law that that made so uh, apparently up until now mm-hmm. in Lebanon, if a man raped a woman, he could escape punishment by marrying her. Oh, see that makes sense. That fixes it. <laughs> That fixes it entirely. <laughs> That's just horrifying. She did not, of course, have a say in the matter. No. Which meant that... What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole point of this, like, was that basically a man could be completely exonerated by just force marrying his victim, thereby re-traumatizing f- for her whole life this poor so, woman. So, let's say, let's say there's a woman that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps rebuffing you. Just rape her. Rape her, and then she's yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, not anymore, now that they've ruined it. <laughs> that, was like the, that was like the backdoor way to, to get her to love you. you. You just rape her and then marry her, and boom, life is good. Yeah. But now they've ruined it. Wow, now you have to actually, like, I don't know, attract a mate Ugh. by being a good person. Well, and probably being not. interesting, maybe like well, having yeah, you probably having hobbies. You probably just have to make her <laughs> make her dad happy. As the friendly atheist <laughs> blog points out, uh, this is not one shouldn't be too quick to blame Islam for this. Oh, really? Uh, it is an Islamic problem, and there are several other states, but uh, we're not supposed to blame them. Well, no, the re- there's a good reason not to blame them, just them, because this this stems back to the Old Testament. Which is, of course, another a founding document of Islam, but is yeah. also Judaism and Christianity. Um, in Deuteronomy, no, no, says uh, in Deuteronomy twenty-two, uh, chapter twenty-two, verses twenty-eight through twenty-nine, says, 
If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her and they are discovered, he shall pay her father 50 shekels of silver. He must marry the young woman for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. It's a great scheme. It's a good plan. Uh, I think everybody should be on board. Well, you know, I th- actually, I have to say, when I thought it was just Islam, it seemed like a pretty bad thing. But now, I mean, it. I didn't... Now, now that it's Christian, too. Yeah. Oh. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's good. I'm a Bible literalist. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's for what a different... What does Kim Ham have to say about It's this? for a different time, Frank. It's just for a different time. <laughs> it was okay then. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. There are apparently a handful of countries that are that also still have uh, this same or similar law. How awful! But uh, the laws are uh, coming down on this one. Good. They're seeing the light of it in it's about time. The year two thousand and seventeen, the year of our Lord. I should say. Uh, indeed, indeed, Dan. Uh, Dan? Yeah. So, the U.S. Constitution... Yeah? Uh, never, you know, explicitly mentions God or the divine or anything like that, right? Like no. This, this is a known right. thing, right? Yes. Uh, how many of the state constitutions do you think sort of... In, the opposite. In these United States? In these United States. How many of our state constitutions? Uh, I, I, I'm, since you've asked me, uh-huh. I'm going to say it's high. It's possible. I'm going to say it's really high. <laughs> I know it does in ours. Yeah. I'm going to say, see, there's 50 states. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 40. A little higher. <laughs> Shit, it's all of them, isn't it? It's all. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Every oh, single sons of bitches, in some way or another, mentions God. Of course they do. Uh, let's see. Of course they do. In most state constitutions, thirty-four of them, to be precise, refer to God more than once. Uh huh. Um, of the 116 times the word appears in state constitutions, eight mentions come from the Massachusetts constitution. Oh my God. Uh, the New Hampshire and Vermont. Eight mentions. I mean, that's just egregious. If you got eight mentions, it means you're throwing it in when you don't need it. And also by God, we're going to have. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. But anyway, uh, but New Hampshire and Vermont both have six. Good Lord. Um, Come on, New England. Get your act together. You know, well, they have. They're like some of the most re- least religious states currently. I know. But when they were founded, yeah. these places, they believed in some God. And they That's wanted true. people to know, Dan. Um, let's see. In addition to the 116 mentions of God, there are also 14 mentions of a supreme or sovereign being. Mm. Uh, seven mentions, which could be anybody. Could be John Rickles. We don't know. <laughs> he 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 is he's superior. I don't, <laughs> is he supreme? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, seven mentions of the Creator. Okay. Three mentions of providence. Mm. Four mentions of divine. 
mm-hmm. and fifth, I'm sorry, 46 instances of the word almighty. Mm. Uh, you know, if, if if it mentioned Providence, but it was like Rhode Island's constitution, that might be a different thing. Yeah. No, they actually factored out for that. Okay. In, in the study. <laughs> That's this, good. This is not. <laughs> no, no, no. So there you have it, Dan. All right. Uh, how many times do you think our fair state mentions oh. God or the divine? Uh, let's see. We, when we gain statehood, yeah, that's going to be. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to say three, two. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah they, you Mormons are a down to business group of people, so they're going to say it a couple times just to just because just you to know get it in. just to get it in and then and then they're just going to start state making the making the the business well and i think that when uh utah became a state there was a lot of concern about the influence of the mormon church right that's true right so they were probably actually let's just get just enough in to like so that we satisfy whatever concerns right. Congress might have about whether or not we are religious, but nothing more. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No mention of how many wives you're allowed to have. <laughs> that, that's right out. Oh, my gosh. Well, good. We're, I, you know, there's going to be a state where someone's going to be able to make a successful uh, case that that should be removed. Well, let's see. The easiest states would be probably where there's only like one mention. Right. Maybe. Washington State. Yeah. Wyoming, Colorado. Uh, Wyoming, you got no chance. Iowa. Washington, Washington you got a chance. Let's Iowa, see. you got no chance. Uh, Alaska. Yeah. Hawaii, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, good luck. Somebody go out there and uh, and challenge it and, uh, and make yourself a pariah in your state. Yeah, and great. constitutions are always so easy. Yeah, everybody knows. To... You, can, you can amend a constitution. <laughs> no problem. Well, I'm going to move on uh, to Switzerland. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. In which there was a, a kerfuffle recently. Of sorts, okay. Uh, where a, a, uh, a hotel... In Switzerland, recently posted some signs hmm. that mm, didn't go over too well. Oh, really? Uh, they, I'll just read you one of the signs. Okay. Uh, this one's been translated to English uh, not very well. Uh, but it says, to our Jewish guests, <laughs> men, women, women, men, and children, please take a shower before you go swimming. And although after swimming, I think that means and also after swimming... Okay. If you break the rules, I'm forced to close the swimming pool for you. What? Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Why? First of all, taking a shower before getting into the pool is a good practice. It's very polite. Yeah. Etiquette. You know, public pools. But why did only the Jews have to do this? Well, okay. So I don't understand. Well, yeah, a lot of people didn't Dirty understand. Dirty Jews. And it got point. Like, what's the what's what? Why? Well, okay. So there, I read a lot. There were several articles about this that did not cover that. That just assumed it was just because they're the the, the hotelier one, Mrs. Uh, Ruth Ruth Toman, uh, was uh, was just a horribly bigot, bigoted person. Uh, it turns out that she she's she basically. Uh, I did find uh, an article of. really interesting article in uh, the is the Times of Israel. Okay. Kind of almost uh, sympathetic to her, in the sense How? that in the sense that like, 
when he asked her questions about this, she was re- first of all, she was of course shake like completely rattled by this because this went viral and suddenly she has no business and she's getting like mm. like the Israeli uh government was calling on the Swiss government. It was making this like an international incident. Oh Jesus. And wow. stuff. So it became it became a very big problem. But uh but yeah, the uh uh basically what she said was that the Isra- the the uh Jewish guests who were Orthodox Jews would wear t-shirts into the pool, which she thought made it clear that they hadn't showered. So uh, it was so so that was her reasoning was why, that I don't get the I well, don't see the connection. I don't the t-shirts weren't wet before before they went in. I think is the idea. Okay. Uh I it's weak. It's weak sauce. Yeah, That's a yeah. weak excuse. And also like who doesn't think to just put everyone must shower before entering the pool? Yeah. Like who doesn't think of that? But I think she just thought, oh, I see dry T-shirts and so forth. They didn't shower. Or anyone wearing a T-shirt into the pool must shower first. Right. Or whatever. Make it about the garment. Whatever. The person. Uh, there was also a, 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 there was another that. sign. at the She also posted another sign on a, uh, on a refrigerator, on a freezer. Okay. That was also uh, to our Jewish guests <laughs> that basically said when they could access the, the refrigerator or whatever. <laughs> what? Uh, which sounds really bad until you realize uh, and again this was one of those things where nobody bothered to ask her why they just were like what the fuck right but wh- apparently what happened was th- this was like a uh, uh, an employee refrigerator freezer and it was she was actually just making it available to her jewish guests who ne- like have to be assured that there's going to be something for them to stay there for a place for them to store their kosher food Oh, because Switzerland's one of those countries where kosher uh, slaughtering of animals is not allowed. Right. So like so there are Jewish there are websites where like Orthodox Jews book travel. And in order for a a hotel to be on those websites, they have to assure them that there will be a refrigerator made available. Oh, wow. So that part makes sense. They were, Jews were the only guests allowed to use So this was an accommodation for the Jewish guests. Right. And it was just telling them when. And saying, hey, these are the times yeah. I mean, it, this I'd, is available to you. Yeah. It's still a, an insensitive way of posting that. Uh, but I think she was just trying to avoid. Uh, uh, yeah. So that was a little weird. So I, I don't want to overblow the story it's bad enough just as it is. Like yeah. it, the fact that she posted, I mean, she, the fact, were there other that, signs? No, no, it was just the two. It was just the, the swimming pool and the, and the refrigerator, yeah. but still you you're singling out Jews for the fucking pool. Come on. That's just, that's, she's an anti-Semite. She is. I don't care what her excuse is. She was, she, that's bullshit. She let them use the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well kids uh if you have any anything you'd like to say about uh fridge accommodations for various <laughs> religious types uh feel free to write into us podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com 
Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Sure is. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and uh, click the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Yeah, well, they, they, you will be asked a question now. They've, they've got a new thing where, like, to enter the group, we can just have it automatically ask you a question. Oh, really? Yeah, so answer that. A lot of people aren't answering the question. Just answer the question. This is a very prying question. No, it's just tell us what the hell TGIA is. Oh, okay. And then you get to come in. If, wow. you know, if you're hearing my voice now, you know the answer. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> There's a new... Here's, here, here's oh. what we got. Yeah. We got a new... It's the Skyline Church. I don't know where that's based. There's the Skyline Church. It's one of those big mega church type things. Yeah. Big old ministry. Nice. Uh, and they have decided... To enter the world scene. Oh. Uh, and to do so, they've appointed a new pastor in a new position. Okay. Um, it's a name you'll recognize, and she is not tremendously excited about the group that she is going to pastor at. And ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you Skyline's new pastor to the United Nations, <laughs> Michelle Buckman. <laughs> Bless you, bless you. We are taking this unbelievably audacious step of going to the UN. I don't know a darker, more deceived place on earth than the UN. Because as we saw at the Tower of Babel, that's probably the last time when we saw all the nations of the earth come together in a moment of deception. They were, they were uh, dispersed. And in, during the time of Woodrow Wilson, we saw the bringing up of the League of Nations that went apart after World War I. And then after World War II, the rise of the UN. Their goal has been from the very beginning, the creation, as Stefano said, of a one world order. But not a one world order under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit. A man's attempt at a one world order that only brings about chaos, confusion, deception, delusion, pain. And that's where, rather than cursing the darkness, Skyline Church is about to light a candle. Oh, my gosh. It was was dark. She's going to save us all. She's going to save us all with her ministry. So everyone at the UN is going to listen the fuck to her for sure. I'm confused. Michelle Bachman, by the way, in case you didn't catch it. Yeah, he said it kind of muffled. That's Michelle Bachman, former U.S. senator. So, what is she doing at the U.N.? She's gonna go. I, I mean, this is frankly, official. No. So, what is she gonna go? Who? I, I don't feel understand. like she's gonna stand on the sidewalk outside and yell at people. I don't know. That does seem to be her calling. <laughs> she's. I just. I love. You know, suddenly I she has given me a new eye, a new view onto the Tower of Babel, Babel, whatever you want to call it, because I just feel like, oh, yeah, it was a whole group of people trying to come together. Yeah. And then God was like, fuck that. Can't have all these people together. 
and, and, and now y'all have to speak different languages. So bam, which is really funny because actually the UN's the opposite of that. The UN's where a bunch of people who already speak different languages go, and it all just gets translated for them. Yeah, lovely. So uh, lovely, lovely. So take that, Bachman. <laughs> I just, it's it, it's that's kooky. She, I'm, but also, we're, are you surprised well, that Kooky came out of her No, mouth? no, but I am surprised that someone who was a United States senator, I mean... Yeah. The, means nothing. The, but the, uh, you know, she had to have dealt with reasonable people from the UN in her tenure as a senator. You like, know, she had to have encountered these people. Like, some of the smartest human beings in the world are in that building. She had to have encountered a few of them. That that's not what impresses her. That's true. She doesn't. Smarts like, isn't going to get to this one. She no. Right? She. I mean, you know, there's that there's that whole uh, Dunning Kruger effect. She probably doesn't know what smart looks like. Yeah, no, she can't tell yeah. the difference between yeah. smart and less than smart. So and she doesn't know where she's unable to assess her own intelligence. Probably. Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She's she is. Uh, too unqualified to know how unqualified she is <laughs> to assess the intelligence of others. Oh, poor dear. Oh, yeah. Michelle Bachman. Oh, Michelle. Bachman. Do you like that? Bachman. Bachman. Uh, hey, we had some folks write into us. Uh, I'll, I'll get through them uh, with dispatch now. <laughs> Quickly then. Yes. Proceed. Spit spot. Hi, Frank and Dan. <laughs> Love the show. I, it always puts me in a good mood. Uh, this is from Anne. I'm a librarian, and I must say I find genealogy... Oh, this is a reference to our genealogy thing. You know, we talked about the Mormons being Oof, obsessed with their genealogy. Yeah, more genealogy She talk. said, I find genealogy so boring. <laughs> Good for her. I once was looking for a new job, and, was a, uh, and a position was open in a really top-notch genealogy library. <laughs> Short commute, and all I could think of was listening to my... Listening to, quote... My great-grandfather's second wife was a cousin to a nurse that worked in the Civil War and once lived in Indiana. Can you help me find her obituary? Ugh, says Anne. Yeah. Fortunately found my current job. Woohoo. Uh, and she links to an article uh, called Genealogy is Bunk, <laughs> which oh. is an interesting article, actually. You guys should Google it. I mean, it basically, it mentions the th things like, we can't really know hmm. our heritage. Right. You know, one in... He said he, he corrected it, but like when in a certain number of fathers, the father on the birth certificate's not going to be. Oh, the, he was cuckled. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like that's going to happen. There's all sorts of reasons why what you think is your genealogy might not actually be your genealogy. But also, what the hell does it say about you that your uh, that your great 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 uncle did something cool? Like that doesn't say anything about you. You're still a dipshit. You I haven't achieved anything. It's something to hang your hat on. <laughs> right? I guess. I you mean, that I'd say that's great, a slippery great, great slope to, uh, to, to white supremacy is what that is. Oh, shush. <laughs> uh, we, I, 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 I will say, you know, as long as you don't overdo it or put too much, you know, value in it. Yeah. yeah I mean, because... That's that's what the Mormons do. They do too much of it and place too much value in it. Yeah, but like, it's just interesting. 
it's fascinating. It is. We can learn a little bit about history. You can learn about it's interesting, you know, and it fe- makes you feel it makes live. It makes and, you feel connected to historical things. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Here's so Anne has a question for us. Uh, she says, "Does did Mormon genealogy have its roots?" <laughs> she said. She says <laughs> in after roots. Yeah. Uh, in making sure one's family background was as white as possible. I don't think now, that was ever the Mormon thing. for a for a religion that is a that has as racist a past yeah. as Mormonism has. I think you and I could agree. No, nope, that's not what I it's never about. Got a tinge of that. That's never not what it's about at all. One sense of that. You'd whatsoever. think it makes sense to me that that could be that yeah. that could be part of it. Nope, not at all. Yeah, I've never heard any even an inkling of that. No. So there you go. Uh, yeah. In fact, to be honest, like. I mean, the way, I mean, maybe it's just my parents' attitudes about doing genealogy and the stuff they find. They seem to sort of, aside from the really shitty things that they have found, most all of it, it's just, can you believe so-and-so, you know, <laughs> did such-and-such thing and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, it, it's... It, it, Adds color. They, they're yeah. not afraid of the color and the truth of it. Yeah, right? they they kind of like it when they've got a when they've got an ancestor who was uh, who was a bad person. Yeah, like, like my my father in law loves to tell the story of his ancestors who were horse rustlers. Yeah, that kind of stuff. He loves that. Yes, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> okay. They, but also, like, if they've got pioneers, then they're heroes. Yeah, we don't have any of that. Ours is all like stuff you can tie us to. Yeah, on my mom's side is usually pretty bad. The stuff on my dad's <laughs> side is all just like you know, middle class, you know, small business owners and shit. <laughs> Maybe a Nazi or Back two. Back to the dawn of time. No, we were out of Germany by then. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> we. That's some. We were. That's some distant cousins then. Yeah. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is uh, Ian writing into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. I am a not, as non-believing in any religious dogma as I've ever been, but sometimes I have to admit that some religious groups are onto something quite pure, as I found when I encountered a group of Quakers holding a silent meeting in the, at the Charlottesville counter-protest. Huh. So uh, Ian was there. Um, amidst the rising emotional escal- escalation... When some counter-protesters' anger was beginning to get the best of themselves, the Quakers sat quietly uh, together to keep the best of themselves and to pay it forward. They never once proselytized, never even said the words God or Jesus, only casually invited people to sit and be quiet in a circle of peaceful human connection. The physical and psychological safe zone that they created made it so my seven-year-old son could safely attend this rally in response to the vicious bigotry and hatred no. just down the street. Wow. Uh, I don't condemn or even criticize the other counter-protesters for beco- becoming angry and taking the fight to the Nazis. There's certainly a place for that, but with the risk of counter-protesters shouting, fuck you, Nazi scum, to the white nationalists, shouldn't we be grateful that there is a quiet force for pacifism trying to remind people not to lose themselves and to counter the risk of becoming, at least temporarily, the very hateful person that they themselves detest. Uh, Frank and Dan, what are your thoughts on religious groups who use their beliefs to advocate for justice and equality through peaceful human connection? Is it possible that their pacifist vibe contributed uh, and spread something good in Charlottesville? Uh, I applaud it. I welcome it. Yeah, it's great. But wherever good can come... I guess yeah, I'm fine. Abs- absolutely. Uh, but I mean, I think it needs to be said that 
they don't that, that's nothing that has anything to do with their religion that could be done by secular groups with no change in what they did right so that, so i'm just, i'm i mean i think part of ian's comment is that like these religious groups are right. doing this good this religious group is doing this good thing right well, great but it's not the, their religion that's driving them to do it right it's just that's i mean maybe because no, it's a I, community I, belief i i i think that there's something in the phrasing there that's not jive, you know driving exactly right for me um the i think this is coming from their religious belief sure. and from their religious practice but i think but it's in no it's way not, exclusive that's to that. It's not necessary in order to behave in peaceful ways. Right. Right. It, yeah. Right. Their religion is not a necessary uh, uh, element to that practice. To exactly. that peaceful practice. Yes. Uh, and therefore, like, yeah. But. We applaud it. Because sure. we would applaud that if, if anybody From were to anyone. do it. Yeah. Hopefully. I would applaud it more if. If it were an, an atheist if, group. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice. Uh, hey guys, Michael from Sunnyvale writes, uh, love your show. You guys were lucky that you got out of Mormonism early in your life. I didn't get out completely until I was 50 something. Anyway, the survey about Mike Pence, the Mike Pence rule reminded me that about 10 years ago, our stake president told us that we should never be alone with a member of the opposite sex. Oh, stake, yeah. stake president, uh, guys in Mormon talk <laughs> is like, uh, it's like an overarching, it's like a bishop in Catholic talk. Yes. And a bishop in Mormon talk just, is like a priest in Catholic talk. It's yeah, all very yeah, yeah, yeah. Just less training and education. Right. And all yeah. that. Just some guy off the street who <laughs> they called to do it. Anyway, uh, well, I have a woman boss, and we need to have private one-on-one -on -one discussions. So oh, dear God. what do I do? Tell her that I need a chaperone? Yeah. And basically, oh, man, I would love to see that conversation. Uh, yes, boss lady, I would hap happily uh, have a meeting with you. I know that we have to have our annual review. That's great. Can we have another person in the room, please? I need a religious accommodation. <laughs> that's yeah. What that is. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, uh, that's rough. Michael also points out that the bishops, uh, the Mormon bishops, violate this every time they have a personal interview with a woman, which the bishops have to meet with basically every member of their congregation. <laughs> right. But we're talking about, you know, Judges in Zion. What is the phrase? Judge, oh, of yeah. Israel. judge in Israel. A judge in Israel, yeah. yeah. So they, they, there's nothing that could go wrong. No, no, no. With a these, bishop. Are, these are holy men. Yeah. <laughs> called of God. As Michael points out, I, he says, I've known at least two instances of a bishop and the Relief Society president, uh, which is the president of the women's group in, the, in that ward, uh -huh, yeah. uh, having an affair because they have one on one discussions all the time. Ooh. And that's Ooh. all it takes, really. To according to Mike going. Pence, uh, yeah. and according to this, I, that's I, the risk you run. Oh, it's dangerous out there. It's a dangerous world, mm. and your marriage is in trouble. Yeah, everyone. So there you go. Uh, do we have some uh, some folks to think? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump you. I'm gonna jump the gun because because uh, we have one person to thank uh, who's not on Patreon. Who's oh. a, who is a PayPal? Oh, wonderful! Uh, yes, a, a new yes, PayPal you do subscriber. That. Yes. And that is Elaine. So thank you, Elaine, for, thank you. for your thing. But uh, I'm assuming we have some new patrons? Yes, we have one new faithful listener, Eduardo. Hello, Eduardo. Thank you, Eduardo. Thank you. We have a new venerable listener, Paul. Oh, thank Paul. you, Paul. St. Paul. And coming back 
What? She will not be defeated. What? The Archangela herself. Oh, Angela! Our new Lord and Savior, <laughs> Angela? Yes, I Oh, she is. New yes. Lord and Savior. She has taken the place of the twin Jameses. Yes. As our new Lord and Savior. Yeah. So we have to say goodbye to James and James. I don't Thank say, you for I don't say goodbye. Oh, I guess they're still there. They're 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 still at our highest <laughs> level of, of, of veneration. <laughs> but they're not our Lord and Savior. They're not anymore. the Lord and Savior. Uh so we wish you all uh all the goodness of the world, our dear uh, supporters. Yeah. And bless you in the name of Angela. Amen. Amen. So, Franklin. Yes. Uh, if the astronomers are to be believed, and I don't think that they are. I don't think we should just take them on, on faith that they know what they're talking about. Yeah. But apparently, the moon will blot out the sun across these United States. Amazing. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. And you know what's uh, truly amazing? What's that? Is that they know years in advance. Yeah. Decades. Oh, decades, yeah. Decades. Centuries. They know when this shit's happening. Oh, they know. How in God's name? That's some math. It's right not there. in God's name. It's just math. It's in <sighs> science's name. It's just unbelievable. It's in uh, 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 Newton's name. Ah, it's amazing. It is amazing. And here's the thing. Uh, for you and I, yeah, it's a easily explained. It's, it's an interesting and cool phenomenon, but an yeah. easily explained one. Yeah. Um, for the religious peoples of our <laughs> world, it's also probably easily explained. Like, they understand that there's an easy explanation. But they just can't shake that feeling that it's, it must mean it's something. It's got to mean something. <laughs> and, you know, back in the day, before there was this easy explanation for uh, it, uh, I could see why you'd want it It would mean something. Because holy shit! Uh, freaky deaky shit. In any one given place, right? There's n a lifetime is not long enough for you to guarantee that you're going to see a full solar eclipse. Right. Uh, in any one given place, you're lucky if if a full solar eclipse happens anywhere near you, really, yeah. uh, in a human lifetime. So, yeah, if you were out in a field and, uh, and you had no understanding of how, you know, the solar system worked and whatnot, and suddenly the sun just went away for a couple minutes. Scary. That'd be freaky. That's so fucking scary. That's a freaky deaky shit right uh, there. I know. So, uh, so yeah, I don't blame those guys for assigning all manner of possible meaning to that. Running and screaming. <laughs> right. Like, holy shit, God's furious with us. <laughs> we <laughs> fucked up bad, you guys. I don't know what we did, but it was bad. <laughs> Let's go kill some cows. We yeah. need to we need to murder some some animals. Well, and it doesn't help that all the animals are freaking out. Right? Yeah. All like, yeah. Fucking going nuts. The birds are singing their nighttime songs, yeah. and the you know the lions are dancing, and the chickens are doing somersaults. It weird shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for two minutes, uh, yeah. or whatever it is, thereabouts. And of course, of course, because. Uh, as anyone who lives here in these United States can tell you, international listener, 
uh, the United States is the most important country in the world. Yeah, and we're getting our own According eclipse. to God. God yeah. has anointed this land as his holy land. And this eclipse cuts all the way across uh, the, the, con- the continent, the country. Yeah. It starts in the northwest, ends in the southeast. And that's a sign, ladies and gentlemen. It's the great American eclipse. How could it be anything but a sign? Yeah. I don't see uh, how that's even possible, and neither it, do... Boy, it must mean something. A whole bunch of people. Uh, there, now, there's a lot of, like, sort of biblical uh, references to eclipses. The most important one being the fact that the uh, when Jesus himself was crucified, he, he, the sun was blotted out yeah, for three did, hours. That was some fortuitous timing. Like, the, how did the Romans know to do it like right on <laughs> right on cue well today uh, it turns out that they didn't uh no, come on no we all know that the we know this story well here's the thing uh it was three hours when that happened uh so that's not an eclipse as we know okay an eclipse lasts a few minutes at least a total eclipse lasts a few minutes right. uh so so probably not god just based on or probably not an eclipse just based on the three hour thing but also Boy, you know, you get when you you get people monks or whatever who have nothing but to do but study shit. Yeah, uh, they start digging deep, and what they've <laughs> discovered. Well, I mean, so Jesus was uh, crucified um, during uh, what was it? Passover. Passover. Yeah, and Passover traditionally happens when there's a full moon. Like there's a full moon. Like like it hap- Like that. It's on the lunar cycle. Right. Happens when there's a full moon. Uh, and the full moon, you need a new moon to have a full solar eclipse. Yeah, that's true. Explain for everybody what a new moon is, so that that's that's when there's no that's when you exactly it's, it's gone away. Yeah, it's bye bye. So it's the opposite of a full moon, right? Because the the the, the sun's not shining fully on it; it's right. shining on the other side. Right. Yeah. So you need uh you need a new moon for the solar eclipse. Uh, which they didn't have. So we know it wasn't an eclipse. No matter what, we know it wasn't an eclipse for Jesus. At least for that story to work. Right. Except for- that they don't really care about that sort of... I mean, it, it was written... I mean, w- one hates to point it out. I don't know. But like, the whole story was made up anyway. I don't know. The real miracle would have been <laughs> if it had been an eclipse. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. can God just, like, make that shit happen? Sure, of course you can. Right? Just fuck with the tides a little bit, move the moon, like, over... For, yeah. for one time. Uh, yeah, I mean, mirrors. What, what it you means. You do it with mirrors, I think. <laughs> yeah, some smoke and mirrors. David Copperfield could do it. Uh, he could. You know. David Copperfield is God. I don't know if you know this. No, but he's good He's good with mirrors. Yeah, yeah. indeed. And what and things. <laughs> um, so, so, yes, uh, it must have been a miracle. It couldn't have just been. A, mm. It couldn't have just happened to have happened right when there was a solar eclipse. But there are plenty of pla- and you know, there are plenty of pl- other places in the Bible that mention the the sun going out. Hmm. It's a very important thing. Now, a lot of uh, Christian pastors have been asked uh, in the, especially U.S. Christian pastors have been asked whether this one means something. Oh, does it? Will Jesus come back in oh, this during seems, this eclipse? It, you know, it seems like a perfect time. It seems like the right time. It seems like again, 
U.S. The United States of America is God's chosen country. Uh, I think if we can, Jesus is going to come back. I think we can all. He's going to come back here. I think we can all agree on first that. and foremost. I mean, or here. or something's going to happen here, and then he's going to come back to the Mount of Olives. Isn't that where he's supposed to come back? Oh, I don't know. In in I've... in Jerusalem. Anyway, whatever's going to happen. I, a lot of so these pastors have to walk this line, and I've seen multiple quotes where somebody's like, mm, "Well, it's not, it's not. I don't believe that Jesus is going to come back during this, uh, during this eclipse." Oh, but he might. <laughs> I mean, it's a distinct possibility because they're all because everybody thinks that we're living in the end times. Right. I saw one. Well, yeah, I mean, one who was like, "Yes, we're living in the end of human history." If but. if Jesus were smart, <laughs> which uh, yeah. he's a smart one, he 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 would pick a time like an eclipse. Sure, sure, because like you want to get people excited. It's like having a hype man. Yeah, but I bet it'd be more like a lunar eclipse, not not a solar eclipse. What? No, that's not as special. Nobody yeah, cares. The moon turns to blood. Well, that's kind of fun, you know. That, but that's more for like, I mean, I guess that is an end times prophecy, isn't it? That the yeah. moon shall be as blood. But I think the sun goes black too. I Does think it? that's. I think th- that's also in Revelations. The sun shall. I don't know. Something's going to happen. It all makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you know, I we got. I I have a. I found Brian Fisher talking about it. <laughs> Uh, and he was he he's he is stoked about this thing. It is important uh, that this eclipse is happening. Uh, he said, "Quote: This is a metaphor or a sign of the work of the Prince of Darkness in obscuring the light of God's truth. Satan and those unwittingly those who unwittingly serve his, as his accomplices." By resisting the public acknowledgement of God and seeking to repress the expression of the Christian faith in our land are bringing us bringing on us a dark night of the national soul. Or it's just a sign that like gravity and <laughs> orbits all the things are spinning like, around the other things kind of works. Yeah. You know? It's no, a, no. It's a sign that Dark Night of the Soul. He's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he he says, as the creator of the universe, God has designed the movement of the heavenly bodies such that an eclipse of the sun lasts only for a short season, after a season, a whole season, in fact, after which the sun emerges once again in all of its powerful, resplendent and unquenchable glory. Wow. Getting a little grand, are we? With our language. But what does this do to the First Amendment? I mean, because <laughs> that's his main concern. I, I, Yeah. Well, I think it proves that uh, it only applies to Christianity. Oh, uh, yeah. Or something. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a, a lot of overblown stuff. Although, something tells me next week you and I are going to be talking about it. And we're going to be pretty happy. I think it's going to be amazing. I man. think it's going to be so cool. I'm so fucking excited about this. <laughs> and I've, I've had a few people be not very excited people around can... me lately. Oh. And I'm just like, I don't get it, man. Yeah. Like, there, you got to be excited. There's a, there, there are definitely people who are like, so the fuck what? It's this thing that's happening. But 
God damn it. Like, I've actually always wanted to see a total solar eclipse. Yeah. And now I get to. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. Fun. That's fun. I'm stoked. I, You know, yeah. I think it's going to be amazing. So I, I hope you guys all enjoy. Uh, it, it, if you get this before it happens, I hope you enjoy your solar eclipse. If you get it after, I hope that it was fun for you. That's uh, amazing. Uh, get this. Yeah, this is coming out after the yeah, this is gonna, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. So, uh, sorry, so Dan. we missed it uh, for you guys, <laughs> but it hasn't happened in our world yet. <laughs> so we're you, still really excited about we're it. We're still stoked about it. Uh, and, and maybe... And maybe and really excited about the potential for uh, really bad traffic. Now, I will say that. The prognosticators are probably right about about the traffic. pretty shitty traffic. We're going to encounter some bad traffic. Uh, like, here's that's the forces of evil at work for Brian so, Fisher. So, you know. so that's your uh, that's your prediction is that we will be complaining about bad traffic. My p- prediction is that we oh, are going complain to complain about it. We are going to be talking about uh, that Jesus guy that came back <laughs> and what that means for our podcast. So uh, look for us next week when we will be disbanding the the show because of the return of Jesus Christ uh, to this earth. So that'll be fun. So I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, Dan. We'll see. I'm going to take the. It's risky... either going to be bad traffic or Jesus. One of the two. Well, the bad traffic's not really a given, right? So we'll see. <laughs> it's either Jesus or bad traffic. So we'll see. That's uh, not. That's not fair. And like if it's that. good traffic, you know I what that means. Choose between the two. You know what it means. Jesus came back. A miracle. He guided the traffic. A miracle. The hand of the Lord <laughs> opened a path for the cars for the, to pass. For the for the good people to drive home from Idaho. There's a prophet at the front. He parts the freeway. <laughs> waves parts you through. the traffic. The semis will go to the left. And the RVs to the right. And, and lo, they got home in a reasonable time. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <laughs> Also, I think we need to talk about, uh, there's some wackadoo stuff. People might encounter some crazy shit when they're out there. <laughs> oh, cause I, yeah, there are people planning some stuff. There's, I want to, <laughs> there's a group in Kentucky. This isn't really a religious thing. I, there are going to be religious things. There's a group in Kentucky though, that it's like this Kentuckians for coal or something like that. Uh-huh. And they're basically, their basic contention is everybody's paying way too much attention to the sun lately <laughs> and it's kind of ruining the coal industry so they're going to protest the eclipse right protest the way the universe works well sure why not fuck you solar eclipse but we don't want it so they're going to go to like the the town in Kentucky that's renaming it's that's rebranding itself Eclipseville because okay. they're like right in the the path of total Great. like right in the smack dab in the middle of it going to protest they're going to protest it Wow, um, but I think there may we may see some like uh, some protesters, some religious types. Well, at these things, not just protesters. There's going to be some people who are really into this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because uh, <laughs> you told me about the Craigslist mm-hmm. uh, advertisement looking for a man looking for a woman to climax with right yeah he was he basically put <laughs> at the a, point of totality and he was like i mean it was it was really gross like it's as gross as you including him saying i am of pure european descent right and i'm i'm in great shape and perfect in every way 
And if you want to, what we'll do is we'll meet and we'll have sex during the eclipse with my penis and me pointed at the eclipse. Yeah, at while, the sun. Yeah, at the yeah, sun yeah. while we have sex and we will climax at the same time. Yeah. That's a guarantee. And it, yeah. And we and then we will both gain uh, knowledge that has never been known yeah. and our and 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 the and child conceived a child well, yeah. that will save the universe or some bullshit like yeah. that. It was amazing. It it almost there was a little pose <laughs> law that was at work for me. Yeah, sure, one. sure. I was just like this feels like somebody was having fun. It does, but Ew, but crafted in such so a way good. that it really it so could have been real. Who yeah. knows? Anyway, oh hey, if you guys, while you're out there looking at the sun, if you encounter any religious nutballs, or if you have anything you want to say or, to us, yeah, write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and uh, click that like button. And while on Facebook... Search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but that's what makes it great. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of the Facebook, uh, thanks to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on our page. And thanks also to uh, Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their work as moderators on the Members Only Lounge. And thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do like it when you do. Bye.